0: Welcome to Charmaine Wilson, the Australian Medium Podcast. Good morning, welcome to my podcast where we discuss everything about love, loss, life, and the afterlife. And today, I thought I would talk about what it's like to be a medium because I've realised that in all of the all of the podcasts I've done, all of the. Um, the live feeds that I've done on Facebook, I don't think I've actually gone here. So let me talk about what it's like to be a medium day-to-day. So first of all, I want to talk about what it's like when I'm in medium mode. Now let me explain that, because a lot of people think that when you're a medium that you walk around always in medium mode. But there is a very distinct, um, it's a very distinct mode, okay? When I first started developing, I actually had to learn to stop listening to them, to to tune them out. Because I found myself so fascinated by what was going on. I was always listening to hear what they were saying. It was probably driving them as insane as it was driving myself. Because it, it got to a point early in my development where I really would have preferred to be a spirit. So I suppose that was a little bit of a worry. You know, I became very... I just want to talk to spirits. It was a very weird part of my development. Happily, it didn't last long. It only lasted for a few weeks. But I got to the point where I was getting like, you know, oh, the spirit people are so wonderful and that's, I don't want to hang out with humans anymore. I was a very lonely person back there. I did not have any friends. So, you know, it's little wonder that I found such comfort in my invisible best mates, you know. Um, So I got to the point where they really had to, you know, basically it's like, you know, come here, come here, come here, go away, go away, you're, you're getting too involved with us. And that's how it was. So they taught me to stop listening. And I understand now why, because at that point, I didn't understand the importance of learning to shut them out when necessary. Because even though I'm a medium, I still have to have my private time and my private thoughts. Now, do I think that they are always listening to my thoughts? Yes, I do. I know that they can hear every thought that I do. I know that. It doesn't worry me anymore. In fact, if anything, I feel that them listening to my thought actually makes me kinder in my thoughts to everybody around. Not always, <laughs> but pretty much pretty much all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm mindful of my thoughts. So I learned that very early in the piece as well. <laughs> I'll tell you how I learned that. When I was first developing as a medium, I remember one of these days I was at work. I knew I was a medium. I didn't know how to get out in the world and tell everybody. Anyhow, um, there was somebody that I was working with that was really annoying the crap out of me. And I'm thinking, of oh, course, you're a silly bitch. Why don't you just F off? Because I was really annoyed with her. And then all of a sudden I heard a spirit say, that's my granddaughter. How dare you? Like, oh, my God, what are you saying about my granddaughter? And it really freaked me out. Like her grandma was listening. And because at that point... I was still on the point where they were trying to shut down my clairaudience. I wasn't a medium at this point, but I knew something big was happening. Um, so I learned to mind my thoughts really quickly. I'm not always successful with that though, okay? Now, when I am not in medium mode, they basically leave me alone, okay? Um, they just let me play my music because I, I I don't know if you guys know, but I'm a musician. I play drums, guitar, harmonica, and I sing. So they let me do my music. In fact, they encourage music because um, that was another thing about learning to be a medium um, was music became one of my teaching tools. So um, obviously being musically minded, that's how they taught me some of my um, gifts. So, But when I'm in my normal mode, they leave me alone. When I'm shopping, um, et cetera, et cetera, um, they leave me alone. Now, I have had in the past an occasional situation where I have been out publicly or something and a random spirit has desperately wanted me, has come up to me and wanted to talk to me. My guides have always told me not just to ignore those spirits. And I'll tell you why. Because you don't know what state of mind that the person that the spirit belongs to is in. Okay. Because, um, if they are not ready for reading, they may be highly religious. There are so many reasons why you should not randomly read people on the on the street. Um, and it's a lot to do with privacy and 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 I respect that. So um, while in the very, very, very early days I read two people randomly on the street, um, it was soon kicked in it was soon nipped in the butt by my guides. It was soon nipped in real quick. That's that's the last time you're doing that. Stop doing it, ignore them. So I did learn to shut the spirit world out when I was walking around publicly. Where I have no success at, sp- at shutting out the spirit world is at hospitals and also at, um, at uh, crematoriums or basically crematoriums or where the actual funerals taking place. Where the actual people who are basically laying in wait for their funeral, their spirits are very active at that time, really active – And if a medium should walk into a crematorium or a place where someone's going to have a service and there happens to be a spirit there, we are going to get bombarded. They they are so strong and they're very, very hard to um, push back on. I can tell you, I don't like going to crematoriums. I don't like going to hospitals a lot. However, I'm about to go in hospital for major surgery. So hopefully I can block them out and they'll have a little respect and just leave me the hell alone. I hope so anyhow please spirit world i need to heal so um so that that's how it is with me in public now when i'm on stage now when i'm on stage i tell you one of the most frustrating things to me one of the most frustrating things to me on stage is when somebody does get the old psychic amnesia it does my head in because i feel like an idiot um because i'll say something like i have a man here called michael and they go no nah, nope no nope. Definitely not. I'm um, no, 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 and and I had this the other day on an online show. Now, admittedly, I got the name wrong. I always get the name Alan and Ian mixed up. Okay, I have forever. I think I will forever, for, because um, uh, that you guys might not realize this, but a lot of times I see the word written rather than hear the word. Okay, because names, um, clear audience works in so many different ways but clear audience when you're hearing a full conversation is you get the gist of the conversation but when you're trying to hear individual words it can be a little bit tricky because your human mind's going to come in right and that human mind will come in and try to over interpret what you're hearing all right so names can be tricky so a lot of the times my guides or my spirits they communicate with me by writing the name as well they will write it as they say it so but I have always got Alan and Ian mixed up and I think you can understand why when you when you hear those names together and if you look at them written so just this weekend I was doing a reading on my online show and I said to this woman woman who is the tall guy blonde hair beard the name of Alan and she's going nut nut, nut. and I said no 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 they said that you know him tall blonde hair beard you know, and she said, no, 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 no idea. Well, as it turned out, I just said, Alan. And she said, no, no, no. Then after the show had finished, they asked a few questions. She said, I figured out who the tall blonde hair guy was. She said, her sister was also in spirit, but we, we didn't pick up on that spirit um, in the show because I don't pick up on all spirits in the show. Um, she said, but her sister's husband's name was Ian, not Alan, tall blonde hair, big beard, bikey guy. Now, that's that is what happened there. So I I can't quite recall if the sister was passed, but they were acknowledging him for whatever reason, and um and that was my latest psychic amnesia, and and it, it it is quite frustrating um sometimes because you know what you're seeing, you know what you're hearing, and you just can't seem to explain it well enough. And then it's and, and what's also frustrating is. Sometimes I wish that when we we're in a show and psychic amnesia happened, that the people would interrupt me at the end of the talk and say, listen, about that reading you did, I've just remembered who Ian is. You know what I mean? Because then it would prove to the show that you're not this bumbling idiot on the stage trying to make something fit. Okay. So that is one of the most frustrating things I feel. Another frustration I have is when people um they that when they find out their loved one has passed and they will insist on the um, the medical name or the medical terminology for the um, for the name of the illness that's taken their person away. Now, at the beginning of every show, I do explain to people that I am not a doctor, I do not know the medical terms, but still people will insist on using the medical terms. And even though I'm going through – like, for instance, a stroke is a T1, and even though I'm saying a stroke, an aneurysm is something of the brain – and also, they've been told by the doctor is it's a T1. They don't even really understand what a T1 is, but that's the word they heard, so they're not going to accept anything other than that. That also is very frustrating, um, particularly when I'm pointing to the part that feels affected. So that's – being a medium can be very frustrating in that point, okay? Another thing that I find very, very frustrating as being a medium, particularly in show mode, is that people do get disappointed when they don't get read – and I wish that they could understand that the experience of a show, whether it's online or whether it's in person, is to help you, the grieving person, understand that spirit communication is possible, it is real, and that there is no way that that medium could know that information unless the spirit is communicating. So basically when you go to a show, or you whether online or live, what you are witnessing is a bloody miracle. And unfortunately a lot of people... Um, And as I've said before, grief can be very, very self-centered and a lot of people get quite angry and I will get, people get angry with me because they didn't get ready. I find that very, very frustrating, very hurtful, particularly if I know that I have delivered some amazing connections and I do find that hurtful. Um, Being an empath, which I am, I tend to feel more than other people Um, and I'm a very passionate person and I don't like to hurt people. I don't want people to be upset I want them to leave the events that I do with a feeling of upliftness or um, a little bit of wonder maybe or perhaps that wow spirits are really there but I think that in this day and age um, unlike say in say Doris Stokes's age or even when John Edward first came out I think in this day and age there are so many people that are professing to be mediums and not doing a great job that people perhaps are a little jaded With mediums and expect perfection all the time and unfortunately mediums are human so we cannot be perfect all the time that is one of the most frustrating parts of being a mediumship uh, a medium but there is one more that is um probably i find the most frustrating thing of all is the amount of people who um who I have basically thought in the past, you know, I, I've tried to be their friend after re- reading because I've really, really liked them. And basically it always turns out that they perhaps just wanted the medium. Now I hate that because it feels a little bit hurtful. Sometimes I feel like that when you are a medium that people only want to know what you can see and what you can know. They're not really interested in you as a human being per se but more as a bit of a freak in nature that can give them what they need. And I have found that more times than I care to repeat. And it can be very hurtful. I have some people, and I find it quite amazing, some people, even though they know and they've watched my journey over the years, who have been terribly offended, even though I have the same phone number as I have had for 22 years in my office, 22 years I've had the same number. I haven't changed it sitting right in front of me. I have a personal phone and an office phone. These people claim that I changed my number and I've never rang them back and they get really angry and it gives them a reason to bag me out. And I do hate that part of it. I I really, really, really hate that part of it. I sometimes wish that people would contact me, but they don't. So I understand that. And And I'm at the point now of my life where I don't tell new people I meet that I am a medium if they don't already know. Because the first thing they want is a reading. that that's all they then that, that is what they become intent on. The friendship is out the window, and what can you do for me all of a sudden? So that is one of the downsides of being a medium. But let's talk about the upsides. The best thing about me a medium is is for me personally, with all of the grief I've had, is understanding that I will be meeting my people again when I pass away, and I cannot weight and I have more evidence than I I can ever, ever need to prove that to me. I know my people are going to be there. The second best thing about being a medium is watching the light change in someone's eyes when it's been one of those beautiful connections. And when you see them come in looking a little bit grey and going out looking like a shiny bright white light, Oh, I love that. I love to see the energy change in people when they realise that their loved one is definitely talking through this woman and she's definitely giving them some information. I love that. The other thing I love about being a medium is that I um, can also um, tune into my kids' lives a little bit and know what they're doing. So I always know the right time to give a phone call or something like that. I also um, use my mediumship for myself. Um, my spirits are really, really helpful in helping me negotiate um, life um, and make the right decisions as well. And not only that, but they seem to set things up. It's really weird until you start to believe in spirit fully, you're not even going to believe me right now. But it doesn't matter what I say or do. Like, for instance, I think I've talked about this before, we wanted this little ATV truck for going around the farm because we got quite a big property, but a lot of it is bush, and because um it is bush, we can't take um some vehicles up there. So we wanted this little ATV four wheel drive thing, but they're about like uh, twenty one grand for front like f- fresh. Anyhow, so we were talking about it, and then about two days later, we went to town, and can you imagine? There was one on the side of the road. And it was like $5,000, so much cheaper than the other one. But it was like put the request out there and all of a sudden all the spirit world seems to be mumbling and fumbling and everything else like that to make it happen. And that's one of the other amazing things about spirit that I love. It basically has taught me that what I put out to the universe is what I'm going to give back. So all of these psyche, all of these um, social media posts I do, Oh, you know, guys. I have put in literally years of work. I was just uh, one of my nieces contacted me the other day, and she said to me, I I'm missing my mum so much. Um, you know, can you give me some hints about?" T-? And I said to her, "Oh my gosh, love, you're going to have to go to my live." And I realised I have th- I have um, on my on my Facebook page I have three hundred and fifty live feeds. I have a 50 plus podcast and I have over 700 TikTok posts and I have no idea how many Facebook posts I've done. I have been doing that since 2008. I have been very active on social media and giving that a lot more time than I do my mediumship. I'm going to tell you this. I spend no more ever than six hours a week on mediumship, but I probably spend 50 hours a week on social media, okay? It doesn't just be get done by the fairies. And I also do the emailing as well. So, but that's social media work. Now, that's not even anything to do with my mediumship. That's a truth. That's all life experience. But i got to say that I am so glad that at the beginning of my career that I decided that the one thing I felt that was needed by me in this world was to give accurate readings with the help of my guides, but to also let people know that they do not have to grieve forever and that happiness can be found. I realised very early on that I wanted to educate people um, about mediumship, about the spirit world, about not to be scared, about getting through grief. I knew that. And I remember hitting a few radio stations, asking them if we could do some type of talk hour. Yeah, no one was interested. And isn't that real that nobody was interested yet today? If I was to put a live feed on Facebook, which I'm very hesitant to do these days, uh, I know it would be flocked to. It would be smashed. And I often wonder about those radio guys. Did they ever miss any opportunities with me? I reckon they did. Because back in those days, there used to be a lot of psychic shows. I think there was uh, Sharina's Psychic to the Stars show on radio. And I really thought that I could really give something back to the community by doing grief talk. So, and that, 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 but it doesn't matter because it happened. And now it's happening through podcast, through Facebook and through every other source. And so in a way, I'm glad I wasn't tied to radio. Uh, or oh, I'm not tied to radio now because now um, I wouldn't have the freedom I do. So being a medium is not as remarkable or amazing as you may think. I have some incredible moments. I have some WTF moments. You better believe it. My life is so much happier since I have been a medium. My belief in spirit is so strong. Nobody can break it. And I have more faith in everything than I ever used to. Um, So just as long as you understand that, I just wanted to tell you that today because I thought that would be an interesting subject uh, because I've never really talked about it much. But yeah, being a medium doesn't mean you're being bombarded by the spirits all the time. It means that for a portion of time, they would like you to do the work. And to do the work builds hope, faith and belief. And that is why they help me help you because – this world is so negative now. There's so many terrible things happening in this world. And if me, with the very, very, very heavy guidance of my guides, can help a few people find joy, and that's what we're going to keep doing. I remember the very early days, I said, if I could just make one person get through grief, I'm going to be a happy girl. Because in my own grief, as you know, I made a lot of mistakes. Lots of mistakes, lots of dumb, stupid things I did. And I am happy to say that I am happy and I have fulfilled some of my ambitions. I've probably got a little, I don't know if I've got any more. I think I want to write my one more book, but I'm not even sure people are reading anymore. So hopefully, okay. you guys have a great day and um, and I will be back soon. I'm sorry I'm a little bit random at the moment. Unfortunately, since I came back from the States, I've had to catch up with a lot of work so hopefully hopefully by July I might be a bit calmer. Well this July hopefully we can start getting back into the swing of things. You guys have a great day. It's July the 4th, 2022 and it's a miserable rainy day in Stanthorpe. Take care. She well, I don't know what happened then. <laughs> the what, what must have been for the rain and the crickets, God know what. But, hey, you are come back now. <laughs>